This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey friends, welcome to our newest episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm super excited to have Leanne Best and Laura Frank with us. They are the founders of Breaks for Breasts. I almost said barbells for boobs. That's a whole nother story. We'll come back to that <laughs> later on. I don't know if you ladies are familiar with that. No, we are not. I will explain, but it's going to be amazing. We've already had some fun this morning, but I do want to send a very special thank you to our friends over at RepairPal for providing you with this episode. As shop owners, we were part of the RepairPal's certified network, and you can learn more about RepairPal at repairpal.com forward slash shops. So here we are, and I guess I'll go ahead and I guess you say cut the ice with the barbells for boobs and and why that event has anything to do with this. So I've been doing CrossFit for like 12 years, a little over 12 years. I know I look like this seasoned athlete, but one of the things that they do in the CrossFit world in October, very similar to what you do in the automotive industry, is there's an event that they do and I think they've adjusted it a bit over the years, but I used to participate in this all the time and it was called Barbells for Boobs and you'd do this one specific workout. For anybody that lifts weights, you would do um, a workout in the CrossFit world called Grace and Grace was 30 reps of clean and jerks as fast as you could. I mean, there are ridiculous athletes out there who are doing this like in two minutes and less. And it's insane to me, but I got to participate in Barbells for Boobs probably 10 or 11 years ago. And I did it a couple of times and it's just tremendous. And they did this whole tour around the country and we were out of the automotive industry at the time. Now that we're back in the industry, I actually found out about Breaks for Breasts through one of Carm's episodes. You've been on the, so it wasn't called the network then, but you were on Remarkable Results so many times. I went and did a search and, and found that you were there. But I know lots of people in our industry have heard of you and are very familiar with what you're doing. And I just learned that one of you or both of you were shop owners or are shop owners currently. Take me back. I know you started this over dinner together. Um, and I love one of you said, when we're business owners, we have visibility. And with visibility comes responsibility. So let's just kind of start there. But take me back. And I know you tell the whole story all the time, but we may have listeners that aren't necessarily familiar. So it was probably important to give them some of the background. So just tell us what you'd like for us to know as we start off here this morning. First, I want to thank you for having us on the show. We're very yes, excited absolutely. to be here. We were out to dinner. We were having some wings and we started chatting and my mother had ovarian cancer and she was very vocal about getting the word out with symptoms and trying to get the message out because it's a it's silent. The symptoms are very vague, bloating, just general things that women usually experience and it's easy to miss. Leanne and I were talking and I really wanted to do something to honor my mother. And she said, well, what about breast cancer? They're linked through the BRCA1 gene, the ovarian and breast cancer, along with pancreatic cancer. Breast cancer is very visible. Her and I 
you know, said, yeah, let's do it. We had done some uh, other fundraising in the past that we kind of modeled the Breaks for Breasts after, but within what, Leanne, a couple of weeks, right. we had it up and running. Leanne, why don't you tell the story about how we tried to find who we wanted to support? Sure. Well, I think, you know, Kim, you said it earlier in conversation. You said done is better than perfect. And boy, that was, I think, our motto that September, because Laura and I came up with that idea in September, and we rolled out Breaks for Breast October 1st. So we had literally two weeks to plan, not very much time at all. But that was well said. Done is better than perfect. And that applies to so much in our lives. But Laura and I had two very specific goals when we came up with Breaks for Breasts. One was that every single penny we raised had to go to whatever cause we were going to support. So one of the coolest things about Breaks for Breasts is it's just Laura and I, two volunteers. We have a whopping budget of zero. That's our marketing budget. That's our salary budget. It's all zero. And our industry has just risen to support us and get this crazy idea that we had back then off the ground. So that was number one. Every single penny had to go to our recipient. And the second part was we really had to find somebody that would align with our vision. So we started by calling all the major names that you would think of. And we got replies like, well, sure, you can use our name and you can donate money, but it's going to cost you $500 up front and here's a 15-page contract. And I was shocked. I'm like, wait a minute. So I have to give you money to give you money. That's what you're, you're telling us. So we looked, I mean, north, south, east, and west. We were just trying to find somebody that aligned with what we had in mind. And I happened to be at a networking event, and I was lamenting to a fellow networker about how difficult this was to find. She went back to her place of business that afternoon, was sharing the story. I love networking. And she happened to share that story with Dr. Justin Johnson, Dr. Tui's, or his mother. So the mother of Dr. Justin Johnson, Dr. Tui's right-hand man, his mother immediately called me and said, before you talk to anybody else, you need to talk to Dr. Tui and my son, Justin. And that's how it all happened, was at a networking event. The minute we started talking to Dr. Tui, I think Laura and I were both like, you know, your gut tells you it's right. We were like, this is our guy. This is our guy. I had that question because I've listened to a bunch of podcasts and then we've spoken on the phone before, but I never did know the the connection to Dr. Tui. And I was, that's one of my questions was just going to ask, how did that happen? You know, you talked about, you know, reference, I was saying earlier, done being better than perfect. Not that men can't do this. Okay. I'm not saying that, that men can't, but you know, oftentimes it's a woman who's like, let's just go. Like, this is what we're doing. Pioneers, just having an idea, not overanalyzing it. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, lots of women will do that, right? We'll overanalyze and everything's going to be perfect before we get going. But just kudos to you because you had momentum, right? In that moment, the energy and the excitement to get something going. And if you said, okay, well... October is just a few weeks away. We're going to wait. Let's, let's really do this right and plan it and put it together and we'll wait till next year. I'm going to guess that you wouldn't be anywhere near where you are today because you would have waited and you would have lost some of that fire and that energy. And, you know, wildfires need certain things to get started, right? And then they need something to make it blow up, right? Oxygen and, and, 
you ladies just had that fire to get it started and, and get it going. So awesome job with that. Like I never thought of that. All these years we've been doing right? this since 2011. And I never thought about if we would have waited, would we I have done it we the next have. year? Yeah. I mean, right then my mom was just diagnosed. I mean, I was, you know, we were just, it was just, like you said, it was just the right moment. Great thought. I love that. If you go back to that first year, right after your mom had just been diagnosed, yeah, I mean, it probably would not be anywhere near. I mean, things happen in life that derail us and cause us to lose focus and get distracted and things that we have to do, but you did it. So I think that's amazing. And then all these years later, you're still operating at a $0 budget, which is just phenomenal. It says a lot to the people that have come on board with you to help make those things happen. Yeah. And we have a lot of support from the industry, like you, getting the word out, getting on board, getting the shops that you know, you know, spreading the message. The industry is incredible and they've helped lighten the burden. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And I think that has really helped us, um, like you said, the momentum. Uh, yeah. Very and much if you so. think about it, You know, I I say there's just so many profoundly wonderful things about Breaks for Breasts that this industry has risen up to do. And it's kind of like when you go to McDonald's and you go to every McDonald's and you put your change in for the Ronald McDonald House, which is certainly an amazing cause. But name another industry that unites the hands of independent repair shops or any independent business to come together to put the brakes on breast cancer or whatever the cause may be. Like, that's just so unheard of. And when you think about our marketing budget is zero, I mean, we went from five shops. I'm going to have to look at the actual stat because it's been so many years. But our first year, five shops, $10,000, all neighbors. You know, we all kind of knew each other. So that was super simple. And then one year later, one year later, because of our industry helping to spread the word again with people like you, Kim, we had 27 shops in 17 states and raised $32,848. And I mean, when we did our first year with 10000 Laura and I kind of looked and we're like, man, maybe we're onto something. That turned out okay. <laughs> so let's just start calling our friends, calling other friends. And, you know, here we are today. Again, the power in that. Yeah. It is really an incredible, incredible story. And in one of the I don't know where I read it on your website, which is just full of incredible information. And we're going to talk about how easy it is for shops to get involved. But whether it was a podcast or something, somewhere you talked about Dr. Tui in the Cleveland Clinic without the contributions from Breaks for Breasts probably would not still be in existence. Talk about that a little bit. Sure. Dr. Tui has said, and there was a a point where he was thinking he would have to shut the lab down. And it was the money from Breaks for Breasts that kept it going. Very true and very humbling. And I want to be clear, though, that it's the industry, everybody who's coming on board. We had the idea and and the industry lifted that idea. Right. Absolutely. And I think You know, the other thing that Dr. Tui's told us on multiple occasions is it wasn't even just that they couldn't find the funding to continue the research. It was just how beat down they felt mentally because they didn't get the support because Dr. Tui is an immunologist, not a cancer researcher. So the cancer industry was kind of like, oh, you know, what the heck does he know? And, And they very much disregarded. What was it that we heard the other day that I thought was so neat? Dr. Tui said when he first started this, it was an idea before its time. 
And what he says now is, it's an idea whose time has come. Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's RepairPal.com forward slash shops. I think the first time I heard about what was happening here, you were approaching the million dollar mark and you, you were able to, to accomplish that. You talk about it and I get goosebumps. We still, still. <laughs> Like right now you're talking about it. <laughs> During the month of October. Leanne tells it and it's great. It was like election right. night. Exactly. Oh. We're watching, right? We're, we're watching, we're, we're texting each other, you know, we're looking and it was an incredible feeling. Incredible. Unfortunately, it was COVID time, wasn't it? And so we really couldn't... Have a party. Yeah, I mean, which would have been great. But it was just one of those feelings or experiences that is a once in a lifetime thing. I'm curious. So it happened during the month of October while the, let's call it, campaign was going. You can kind of project and see and maybe have an idea, hey, this is probably going to happen around that time. Um, So you just have donations as shops are just making donations throughout the month. That's how you were able to know the exact time that that happened. Actually, I, I think I misspoke. It was November, wasn't it, Leanne? November. But you can see on the website when you go to make a donation, it has a running tally. So, you know, I'm watching the tracker and I'm texting Laura. I'm like, we're going to hit it. You know, is it going to be today or when's it, you know? And so we'd both be watching it at different. Oh, my gosh, that was that was an amazing night. I can just imagine what the adrenaline would be like during that time, because it's just such a huge number. And it wasn't like 20 years. It was that was I mean, that's really fast. Do you know how many shops you have signed up for this year? So far, I mean, you'll still get some, I'm sure. I want to say it's near 150. So let's talk about how easy it is for shops to get involved. I know they literally go to your website, but I want you to fill in the details. They can go to the website. You make it so simple right there at the top. They can click on participating, sign up. And it's a simple process too. You're not asking for a ton of information, but then they're going to talk to their parts supplier get their parts supplier on board, which you've even thought that through because you've given them, here's exactly what you need to tell them. It's kind of a one-sheeter. Here's the details. This is the information. I know a couple of years ago when I was trying to convince a couple of our shops to get on board with it, their parts vendors weren't aware, but I can't possibly imagine a parts vendor now that's not aware of it. So I think most of them know what's going on. Now they're even like TechNet, right, is even kind of tweaking and doing their own spin to help allow the consumer to even get involved now. So just talk us through the process for how a shop owner that's listening right now, learning about this for the first time, what what do they do? As you mentioned, go to the website. It's breaks 
www.fourbreasts.com. So you just go there. The first place, I, there's a participating shop resource center. And honestly, the first place I would start, there's a Q&A on there. And just like you were saying, Kim, we've made it so easy. We even have the vendor sheet. You know, every year, Laura and I try to go in and make it better. And that Q&A sheet gives you the answers to all of the questions we've been asked over the years. And then exactly as you said, you're like, oh my gosh, how do I get my vendor to give me free brake pads? That's crazy. Well, nope. You just Pick up the first sheet that says, call your vendor. It gives you a step-by-step, five or six various, call your vendor, here's what to say. Then when you meet with them, there's a sheet that you simply hand them. So that's how easy it is to begin the process. And then Laura can expound upon the many other little treasures that are in that resource center. Sure. So we have done for you marketing. If you want to look at that, get some ideas off of that, you can do that. We have press releases that are written and you just fill in your information. We have the social media graphics, the Q&A like Leanne said, and just how to uh, get your vendor on board. I think that's it. And it, does, it, it may not sound like a lot, but it is quite a lot. So if you go onto that site, scroll through, read everything, look at everything that's available. Yeah. And we're certainly going to talk about marketing, right? Because... This is the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. And one thing that I love that is a beautiful parallel between Breaks for Breasts and the shops is that it's the word of mouth marketing that got you going and and that took that momentum and you just talked. You didn't have a marketing budget. There are shops who are like, I can't, I don't have a marketing budget. Well, guess what? You can start participating in Breaks for Breasts. And again, all the things are here. So whether you take advantage of the done for you marketing, there are shops who love and are great and brilliant at doing their own marketing, or whether you have someone like us who does your marketing for you. We use, I mean, we're an agency. We tap into the resources that you have. It's literally called the Participating Shop Resource Center. So for those of you that are browsing the site, on there is a marketing tab, an info sheet for your vendor, like Leanne was mentioning, the Q&A, how do I get my vendor on board, two press releases, logos, you have everything that you need. And so then we as marketers, um, you know, we're telling our shops, but we start talking to them, although I just realized yesterday that I need to start talking to them sooner than I have been. We start talking to them about it in June because you even have worked with print vendors and people like that so that shops can order some print materials, whether it's posters or flyers or whatever it might be. I think there might be decals or stickers in there if I'm remembering, but you have a ton of things that they can order and you've even negotiated a great rate. It's very reasonable. So when we're talking to our shops, we're telling them, hey, we need to get ahead of this because we want to get the press release done. Put that on your website. It's good for SEO. We want that on your website. We want to build and create your Facebook event. We want to include it in your email campaign for two months ahead, letting people know. We want to put the shop owner's quotes about why they're participating in it. And you know what? I want to say there's three shop owners that we do work with who either their wife, an employee, or a close family member this year has been diagnosed with breast cancer. And so, you know, there's so many reasons to get involved, including all the things we've talked about, that it's easy to get involved. So many people in the industry are already doing it. 
but it, it hits home. Like, you know, with you, Laura, with your mom, but it hits home. And we all have heard that the stat that every single person knows someone, right, who's been impacted. I just love how easy you have all of the things. And then we pull, as the ones who do the marketing, we pull the assets that you've given and we'll put them into our Canva account and create new graphics and put little videos together. And then we're training our shops on doing videos during the month of October and just getting quotes from customers who are participating in it. But it's it's just so well thought out and so simple. And I love that you have so many people in the industry involved in it. I'm very curious for both of you to share maybe the most special or memorable, impactful moment of all these years. Is there something that stands out to you that maybe you haven't shared before or you have shared it and you're like, I know exactly what it is? We'll probably cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already tearing up. Wow. For me personally, with my mother being diagnosed with ovarian cancer and she battled for eight years and then as soon as she, well, I, you know, as soon as that battle was over and she had passed away, my younger brother, who was nine years younger than me, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. When you know somebody who's diagnosed with cancer, at least for me, it was a very helpless feeling because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutrition, that's not my specialty. And so I can be there for my loved ones, I can support them, but I still feel helpless. So for me, I feel like I'm fighting like for them. You know, I'm, I'm doing something to make a difference. And as far as like through the years with, I couldn't even pick one person because all these years I've talked to so many people and people have reached out to me, men and women, and I've cried on the phone with them and they've, they've told me like why they're participating. They've told me about losing somebody. So to say like one thing has st- stood out for me, it, it's just many, many, many. You just don't realize how many people are touched by breast cancer or cancer. And for me, this is changing the way we treat cancer in general. Even though this is a breast cancer vaccine, it is changing the way instead of waiting for, like Dr. Tui says, right? Prevention is the cure. So instead of waiting for people to be diagnosed, they're treating before, right? To prevent. Hopefully this is something that permeates through the industry, the medical industry, and goes into all types of cancers. Agreed. I think, as Laura said, there are so many miraculous moments that we've experienced, but I'm just going to say top of mind, couldn't get any better when we got the phone call last October that the first woman was vaccinated. So pretty special. I have to say, I suspected that that was going to be one of the, like you're saying, Laura, there's so many moments, right? Just reading the stats and you think about the moment that stat was realized. But then that one, you know, it's the pop-up on your website that I hope when people go to it, that they don't just click away from it, but they stop and have a moment and read that and really take it in and allow that to fuel their why for getting involved. These are things that you think are going to happen years and years and years from now, but you're living in it right now. When we started, we didn't realize how much money it costs to get something to bedside to the trials, mind boggling, or how much time it took. And so I'm thinking we may not see that day, right? But we're working towards it. And yeah, to actually experience it. Yes, incredible. And it was just starting the phase one clinical trials was such a pivotal moment because then all of the sudden it's like we're watching this 
on the Today Show. We're watching it in cities across the country on the news station. So, you know, I felt like we always had a very, a lot of credibility But wow, you know, that was just such an impact on what we do and what Dr. Tui is doing in a positive way that it was just uh, a huge step, very huge step. At what point was the realization that, okay, we can actually test this? You know, was that y'all letting him know? Did he let you know? What's that communication process like between Breaks for Breasts and the Cleveland Clinic with Dr. Tui? I mean, I have to say that is another one of the coolest things about Breaks for Breasts. I mean, how often, like, let's say you're donating to one of the big charities out there. Like, do you ever get to go up to them and say, hey, head of the charity, how's it going? Oh, a Dr. Tui? It's a phone call. It's an email. You know, we need an update, Doc, to share with our industry, to tell everybody what their money's being spent on, how the process is going. He's just a phone call away, which is incredible. What is his connection? Is that, I mean, obviously now it is, but like his history as far as, I don't know if this is the right word, but like specializing in this as far as breast cancer goes. Do you have anything to share about that? I'm just really curious about him. I would probably say to go to our website. There's a lot of links, a lot of articles um, about him. He's not an oncologist, which specifically treats cancer. He's an immunologist. So we found that interesting. I would suggest to go to our website. And like I said, he sends us things all the time. So there's a lot of of information on him out there. This episode, I honestly thought, and it's funny because we just talked about what if you had waited. I actually thought about just waiting. Like I probably just need to talk to them next year. You know, by the time this episode launches, we'll be like a week out from October, probably. I think we're about two weeks out from publishing our episodes. And so I thought, yeah. It's probably too close. But if two ladies can have dinner, um, probably a glass of wine or a beer and wings and launch into a whole thing like breaks for breasts, maybe a shop owner who is very committed and wants to jump in and get involved, like how much time do they really need to truly get in there and get going? I don't think Amen. it's ever too late. When you were talking about that came in the beginning, how we just jump in. I mean, we're entrepreneurs, right? All of us own businesses and we're just used to jumping in. If not, we probably would have never become entrepreneurs, right? (laughs) But um, it's never too late and every penny counts. Every penny counts. I would say the biggest thing is to go to your vendor and tell them what you want to do and have them get on board and supply you with. So what happens is, and, and I didn't talk about this before, but our vendor supplies us with the free brake pads or shoes And then we, in turn, give that discount to our customers. Our customers pay for any labor or any other ancillary parts that are going to go along with the brake service. And then the shop donates 10% of that brake service to uh, the Brakes for Breast, to the Cleveland Clinic Breast Cancer Vaccine Research Fund. So that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. It's never too late. Talk to your vendor, uh, even if it's a week in. I would recommend to people, too, like if they've had customers and September that their breaks were, you know, maybe borderline, reach out to them, shoot them an email, let them know you're running this promotion. Um, You don't have to have like a bunch of shirts and bags and all the tchotchkes to make it be a successful promotion for your shop and to do something good. Just get started, right? Done's better than perfect. Yeah. And then the other thing about it is I've had, I mean, we've had shops jump in midpoint, October 15th, and they jump in. But the beauty of that is 
when they participate the following year, they are so much more prepared because they got their feet wet the year before. It's never too late. I agree with Laura. So give a shout out to the vendors that you know, because I, I feel like there's some who are like across the board, they're like, hey, we're participating, we're doing this. You know, for a shop owner that's listening and XYZ is their part supplier, you may say it and they're like, oh, wow, okay, they already know. So I'm already ahead of the game by reaching out because they're already familiar with it. Are there any like that? So for us, we've always wanted to get uh, a national break supplier on board and it it just seemed to be hard to overcome. I think the biggest thing would Mm -hmm. be like a TechNet shop. If you're a TechNet advanced shop, Go to your rep. If you don't know about it, you should know about it. They did send a package to your shop. So it may be like a a little doorstop or something, or you put it behind a shelf or whatever. So ask about it because um, that would be an an, an in for those shops. Go to your first call. Just go to your first call, whoever your first call is, and tell them what you want to do. And let them know that your break services will increase during the month. You're going to be promoting it heavily. You'll buy all your other parts from them, right? So, and if they don't want to help, you're going to unfortunately have to go to your second call. Is there something shops can do when it's not October? I mean, I'm sure you're accepting donations throughout the year or, you know, do they have to do it in October? Maybe they decide they want to do it another time of the year. Is there anything like that? Or are we really focused on let's just make the biggest bang in October that we can? We would never say no to a donation. (laughs) (laughs) The donation link is always active on our website. And that's where I would recommend if shops or if they have customers that maybe don't need breaks and the customers still want to support, they can always go to that link on our website um, and enter their information. And it always asks what shop. So the customers can put the name of that shop in there, even though they're not getting, you know, direct break service from that shop. Like your TechNet program. So TechNet supports us with the rebate program and the rebate program runs September and October. And we have had shops that have been done such a great job and their clients and customers are so enthusiastic that they'll carry it forward into November. So, you know, we have the basic guidelines on the website, but we've seen so many variables. And another good example of that would be uh, we have a really uh, super high-end shop out on the West Coast. And, you know, they're like, wow, we can't give away free brake pads, but they do donate $50 for every break job they do. So, you know, there are variables and yeah, some people have spread it out, you know, for 60 days instead of 30. So adopt it, make it your own. And what Leanne is saying to get your vendors on board, your vendors may be the ones that are saying, hey, you're buying so many parts for me. I want to extend it out another month. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. How do people, obviously we talked about breaksforbreasts.com, spelled out, not the number four. Are there any other ways that you would like for... Um, our audience to get in touch with you or follow you, any social media, anything like that that you want to put out there? We do have a Breaks for Breast Facebook page. page. And that's kind of fun because because we encourage all the shops to send us what they're doing. Oh my gosh, we've had everything from bed races and parades to pink tutus to pink (laughs) cars to, I mean, it's so much fun to see how the other shops are supporting. And, And, you know, one of our favorite things to say, Kim, is bring one more. As a shop owner, you know, I mean, get on board, do the fundraiser. It's fantastic for you. It's fantastic for your community. It rises our industry. But who do you know? Can you bring one more? Is there one more shop that you could contact and get them involved? I love that. That's awesome. Laura, do you have any last minute things that you want to throw out there? I always tell this, but I have to tell I the love that story. story. 
right? Leanne's talking about one more. So there's a little boy walking along the beach and it's full of starfish and he bends down, picks one starfish up, throws it back in the ocean, goes to the next one, picks it up, throws it back in the ocean. And there's an old man watching him and he says to the young boy, he goes, you're never going to make a difference. There's so many starfish here. And the young boy bends down, picks up a starfish, throws it in the ocean and says, I made a difference for that one. That's kind of our message. That's so good. I love that. All right. Thanks so much, ladies. It was great having you on today. If you are interested, of course, go to the Breaks for Breasts website. You can also find more of their podcasts on the Aftermarket Radio Network by searching for Breaks for Breasts. Finally, we would love to have you connect with us, uh, Shop Marketing Pros on our website, any of the social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. And we would love to get your questions or ideas for future shows. You can simply send us an email to podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. Thanks again for listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast on Aftermarket Radio Network. There are some other great shows on the network and you can find them at Aftermarket Radio radionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many others. Tune in for another episode next week, but until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.